0: chucky and i'm your friend to the end heidi fucking ho (laughs) and welcome back to chucky queers we're talking about <laughs> chucky season
1: one episode two and i'm joe and i'm trace and uh yeah we're, we are on episode two of chucky titled give me something good Eat," because this is a halloween themed episode everybody Indeed, which is fun. Except
0: that we also have an episode dropping next week, so hopefully it's still Halloween night. I
1: don't know. We'll find. I have no idea. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, we 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 get some really fun Chucky isms in this episode. Mm -hmm. I gotta say that, as I mean, I while I still like this episode, it was a slight step down in quality from the premiere. But I don't hold it against it because honestly, that's kind of how it works for a lot of shows, right? Like we have like everything in this. Pilots, like, hey, like, sell, buy buy me network, buy this show. Mm -hmm. So, this was kind of like, okay, like, let's now get back in our groove and slow down a bit to see, set up what the rest of the season.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to settle down. You've got to let the characters breathe a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. also not forget this episode takes place a week after the timeline of the first episode. Yeah. And like the main character's dad literally died and he's now living with his uncle. So it's not going to be like, Chuck, he goes on a killing
1: spree. It's going to be, hey, how is this kid doing? Even though he does kill someone in and, and a really fun kill, by the way, it's just, yeah. done. it was one of those things where, um, I, okay. I know you don't cook, but does your mm-hmm. husband, do y'all put butcher knives in the dishwasher? So we don't actually use the dishwasher. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> There's only <laughs> what, two what do, of us. What do you, What? I I just hand wash the dishes. Oh my God. I run the dishwasher literally every other day. (laughs) Oh, cool. Chucky says, thanks for killing the planet, Trace. No. Okay. So I I have always learned that you don't put knives, like especially expensive knives like that Mm -hmm. in the dishwasher. You're supposed to hand wash them and dry them immediately. So I was immediately like, um maid lady i don't mm-hmm. again the irony here i don't know her name but um you know i don't think that um the the joke the parents know her name i mean they know her name but they don't know anything about her <laughs> yeah
0: uh her name is annie by the way okay. god and also she's not a maid she's a domestic
1: employee <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless she gets off really quickly this episode um true but, yeah w- which is fun um i was a little worried because it's one of those things where i'm like oh are we redoing like uh-oh, we're framing the kid, like, mm-hmm. and the cops are going to think, which, granted, we have the added bonus here of the cop's son being the yes. main character's love, love interest. interest. So that's a good, really good tweak to it. But I'm also just like, oh, I hope we don't spend too much time with this, like, is he the killer?
0: Yeah, it's a tricky thing, right? Because in some ways, that just means that we're revisiting the first and the second film, right? So it's in continuity with the franchise. Like, in a way, it's almost the show going back to the film's roots. But I'm also with you, like, I'm not sure that I'm super interested in that. So I think the episode better positions us to go in a new direction, because it's like, okay, so Jake is now becoming potentially a willing either accomplice or killer in his own right.
1: Well, cause we talked about last week, you know, how it's kind of like, I mean, every gay kid's dream to be like, Oh my God, imagine to have this avenging angel killing. all." Your, I mean, maybe not killing, but like doing something to all your bullies. Yes. And so this one's, but, but what this, at least the end of this episode does is it sets it to where it's like, Oh, so he's going to go under Chucky's tutelage mm-hmm. and start killing himself. And again, I'm kind of like, Oh yeah, that's like, you know, it's fun, but it's also like, Ooh.
0: Yeah. It's a potentially dangerous thing to propose. I mean, I, I'm hopeful because I do trust Don Mancini to do a good job with this I think yeah. part of this is going to be Jake reconciling the fact that he doesn't want to be the bullied outsider kid anymore but he also doesn't necessarily want to kill people either
1: I mean that's the thing I mean, I, I'm gonna say right now like I am rooting for this Lexi bitch to die I am literally just <laughs> like, like out of anyone else in this show and so uh, it's so funny because it, th- 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 I think that's maybe that's where I'm coming from because the heel turn he does you know where he's looking at the, it's a really a good shot actually where we have the knife um mm-hmm. and but he's so dead set on not letting chucky kill lexi i guess it's really yes. the prank she plays on him which is super fucked up holy
0: shit i i the interesting thing I find is that in every episode, there's a moment that humanizes Lexi as a character for me. And I mm-hmm. think maybe she's not that bad. And then she goes into something like this. And I I think this is the point of no return. Like, even if she has struggles with her parents because they like her younger daughter, who is clearly a sociopath yeah. way more than they like her. Like, I don't think she can recover as a character in my what? eyes after this
1: I, I agree, but also, yeah. Hey, it's like, you know, they have, we have that great scene where her mom talks back to her and says, Your little sister has done more in this one drawing than you've done in your entire fucking life. And, oof, oof. and, and it's a thing because I was like, oh, fuck yeah, take this bitch down a peg. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I do think it's supposed to, yeah, make us empathize yes. or understand. And I do understand. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get why she's like this now. That was a really easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it did not make me like, on her side anymore <laughs> i already wasn't <laughs>
0: no but i do think that the show is doing something interesting with the way that it's approaching its parent and teen relationships mm. and it's what i wrote my bloody disgusting article about this week is like just the the way that none of the adults seem to know how to talk to their kids which is a very ya trope it sets up divisions between adults and kids and then we've got chucky who, like, immediately understands, even though he's a homicidal doll killer, knows how to speak to teens. Like, he knows how to speak to Lexi's younger sister, Carolyn, in a way that she's going to understand. He knows how to talk to Jake. So it's a really interesting piece. And, yeah, you could look at it as a problem. Like, oh, this killer knows how to talk to other children that he's trying to groom and turn into killers in the future. But I think it says something about the fact that, like, in this white bread, middle income, suburban environment. Like everything looks fine on the outside, but it's all a facade and none of these adults know what the fuck they're doing with their kids.
1: Well, and like, I mean, let's move into the queerness of the piece here, too, because we also have our first mention of Glenn Glenda. I want to say since Seed of Chucky. Like, I mean, I, I I may be misremembering, but I don't think there's a mention of this character in Curse or Cult. I
0: don't think so. Definitely not in Curse, because I just rewatched it and there is nary a mention.
1: And and it's really on the nose, but I do love Chucky. Like again, He, tell, he tells him, he's like, oh, I have a genderqueer kid. Mm hmm. And he's like, I'm not a monster. Like, I think it's cool. And again, th- that's the joke, right? Mm-hmm. You have a serial killer who was like, oh yeah, I murder people, but I'm not going to be like discriminatory towards someone who's genderqueer. Like, it's on the nose, but it's it worked for me. It worked. I I, thought, oh. I got a hearty laugh out of that shit.
0: A hundred percent. It's the one-two punch, right? Where you're just like, holy shit, Chucky is refreshingly open to like his non-binary child which we did know from seed of chucky but it's like it's a nice callback and it's also just like very welcome in this day and age when we're still seeing shit tons of discrimination against trans people against non-binary people against oh shit you're putting he his in your signature it's like why do you have to do that kind of woke pc shit it's like (laughs) because we do that's why so i love that but then yeah you you don't undercut it, but then you play it off by having Chucky say, well, I'm not a monster. And of course, yeah. the joke is he is. Oh,
1: I mean, Chucky gets... I mean, I, I don't know about you, but the biggest laugh in this episode for me was um, when he's talking to the little girl. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can curse, you can kill, whatever. And Mommy said it's not okay to curse. Mommy's working her way up my list pretty fucking quick. <laughs> oh, yes. I think that's the line of the episode, for sure. <laughs> we, we haven't discussed Devin either, though, because Devin that's... does have a conversation with his mom where she clearly... Mm-hmm. I don't know if she if it was the talent show from the previous episode that clued her into it or if she has already known. Yeah, it's a not clear, is it? Not yet at least, but yeah, I mean we have a we have a scene where a mother is trying to not coerce, that has a negative connotation to it, but like, like <laughs> make her son more comfortable, yeah, encourage her child to to come out to her or talk yes. to her about his sexuality. Um, which doesn't happen, but still um it was refreshing to see. And I do wonder if I'm just maybe too old. Cause I, I didn't have an experience like this growing mm. up. My, my, my coming out, my parents were like, we're a surprise. And then like, you know, 10 years later, my mom was like, like converting our old home VHS tapes to like DVDs. And she's like, I can't believe I, see I didn't it. see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was
0: it the talent show? Was it the fact that you wore dresses? Was it the fact that you played with makeup and dolls? Was it the yeah. fact that you did this mannerism? Yeah.
1: And watching this, I mean, I, I just I really liked watching this scene, even though, yeah, nothing really comes of it yet. I think it's actually
0: more telling not about his mom, but about mm-hmm. Devin, like because everything right. that we've seen of Devin is that he's very candid. He's straightforward, like he he has a fucking true crime podcast and he's a preteen in junior high. Like, yeah, this kid obviously has his shit together. And yet his mom offers him this opportunity to come out and he shuts it down but then immediately, the minute he gets this opportunity to, he'll say, oh, well, am I going to see you at this party?
1: But, I mean, again, I think it's easy to forget. I say easy to forget. Like, we can see it. But these mm-hmm. are 14-year-old kids. Yes. And it could also be that Devin doesn't really know yet, which is why he's, like, he knows he likes Jake. He mm-hmm. knows that he has feelings for him, but maybe he hasn't even admitted to himself, like, I'm gay or I'm, I'm bi or I'm pan or queer, wh- whatever label he puts on himself.
0: That is very true. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was around this age and a little bit older and struggling with my sexuality, the Mm -hmm. thing that I would say was that I knew I was different, but I didn't know what it meant. Like, I was interested in men, but I didn't think it was a sexual thing. I thought that I wanted to be them. And then it was like, oh, I want to be with them.
1: That's so funny, because my thing was, I was I was told myself, I love girls, but it was just because I liked hanging out with girls. I just never thought about girls sexually. But I didn't think about that. I was like, Oh, my God, I love being around girls. I'm not Mm -hmm. gay. Yeah. Um, How could I possibly? All I do is want to spend time with girls. But but that being said, though, I mean, I I know I came out like, I mean, I came out when I was 16. um, But it was only after I got my first boyfriend that I felt comfortable enough coming out because it was like, Oh, I have someone on my side, at least that I feel like, can yeah. again, it, it, I feel less alone. I feel more, I feel stronger and like more willing to be able to say this about myself and tell other people about it because mm-hmm. I have someone here with me on my side. So that Absolutely. could also be something that we're, I, I, maybe we'll see that develop between Devin and Jake.
0: I think so. I, I mean, It seems like a fairly safe assumption to suggest that these pair are going to be a lifeline to each other, right? Like Jake will encourage Devin to be more true to who he is and come out, I think. And also Devin will rescue Jake from being too much like Chucky.
1: Well, I was going to say, though, so okay. So do you think that Devin is a potential victim of Chucky's in the future?
0: I think he will be in danger. And I think that'll be where Jake and Chucky end up
1: coming to blows against each other. Yeah. Which maybe that'll be when Nika and Jennifer and Tiffany come in. So (laughs) maybe we shall see. I mean, that's the thing, right? We still don't know Chucky's endgame here. And I mean, again, maybe we'll call him like Chucky beta or something because there's like a million Chucky's out there.
0: True. Yeah. No, uh, that is one of the fun things about the show is that we're still keeping it very small scale, right? Like we're teasing the return of these people. Still nothing yet. And I, I wonder how many people are getting... Or will be frustrated with that. Well, but
1: I, I think I mentioned this last week, where it was like again, well, some of the reviews I read were like, "Oh, it's just really wheel spinning between like murders and getting to the like what the fans want to see." And I'm um, like, "It's not wheel spinning. It's 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 a show it's developing its it characters. Like the show is called Chucky, but admittedly, he is not the main character of this show. Yep. Like it is a Jake show. At least as of now. Yes, we're
0: renaming the show
1: Jake. Yeah, I don't view this as wheel spinning at all. It's just like, Mm -hmm. hey, like we're setting up stuff. (laughs) I'm not bored, but again, like Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, it's just um, it's not as bombastic as that first episode was. Yeah, absolutely. And I think
0: it'll be interesting if we keep killing people like one per episode, it's going to be really hard not to have the town go into full panic or have Jake be arrested or right. something like that. So I'm interested to see how we play with the need to keep it a horror show with a killer doll versus a coming of age queer story.
1: Well, then we, I mean, we haven't, like, we still don't know what Junior's mother's secret is so that's clearly Mm going to play a part somewhere oh also wouldn't it be funny okay you know we talked about how she's like you know maybe doing the lesbian thing like what Mancini did in Curse of Chucky Mm -hmm. what if her secret other was like Tiffany (laughs) Uh, it'd be a way to bring her back that's for sure anyway but okay well um any predictions? I mean, I've already kind of speculated some stuff, but any predictions on what you, we, you think we're going to see in next week's episode?
0: More a question. I'm interested to see if Chucky's going to try to double dip and keep working on Carolyn as well as Jake, or mm. if it's going to be mostly about Jake.
1: Yeah, what if his master plan is like raising an army of children? I mean, yeah, if you can't beat him,
0: join him. He's he's yeah. stuck
1: at a certain height and size for the rest of his days anyway, and posture. I can't sit this fucker down. This is true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So why I'm leaning my
1: Chucky child against me. <laughs> it's very cute. It's very cute. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, I mean, any other thoughts on this week's episode of Chucky? Still liking it. Still excited to see what comes next. Yep. I still feel like at the table setter episode and I'm looking forward to next week. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, everyone, um, let us know your thoughts on episode two of Chucky. Give me something good to eat. But um, we can cross out. Chucky.
0: Yes, indeed. And cross out whatever it is we're calling this mini series <laughs> Chucky
1: Queers. <laughs> Chucky Queers.